1: Is such a great way to praise the Lord. We'll do some more singing in a few minutes. Now let's get back to our continuing Bible story from the Bible in Living Sound.
2: I, Nebuchadnezzar, king of the Babylonian Empire, ask you, Daniel, can you or can you not tell me what I dreamed? Well, the dream is, Majesty had. Is he unable to remember it? I remember it had some sort of a, a horrible ending, but I I can't remember what, or the dream itself. The
3: wise men, the astrologers, magicians, soothsayers, they have claimed for years that they can reveal all secrets. Were they not able to tell the king his dream? They are fakes.
2: Been leading me on and lying to me all this time. But you, Daniel, surely you can tell me the secret. You're ten times wiser than all my counselors put together.
3: You can, can't you? Uh, no. No. Uh. But, Your Majesty, there is a God in heaven, he whom I honor and worship, who revealeth secrets and maketh known to King Nebuchadnezzar his dream and the interpretation thereof. Well, tell me, tell me. As thou, O King, lay upon thy bed, thou wast wondering what the future would be. Yes, that is what I was thinking. I remember now. The dream thou had, O King, reveals some of the things that shall come to pass in the future? I knew you could do it, Daniel. You're a great man. O king, this secret is not revealed to me for any wisdom I have, but for the sakes of the people of the future, and that thou, O king, might have the answers to the thoughts in thy heart. The dream, Daniel. What was it? In thy dream, O king, thou sawest and beheld a great image. I did. This great image, whose brightness was excellent, stood before thee, and the form of it was imposing. I remember now. The head of the image was made of gold. Solid gold, bright as the sun. (laughs) The breast and the arms of the image were silver.
2: Yes, I remember that now, too. And,
3: And the rest of the image was made of something else. What, Daniel? His belly and thighs were made of brass, his legs were of iron, and his feet were part iron and part
2: clay. Ah, it all comes back to me now. Suddenly, this great image stood in front of me, towering above me like some huge god. I remember wondering about the silver and clay, the gold and the iron. Then. Then something terrible happened that.
3: I, I, I can't quite recall what it was. Thou sawest, O king, a stone cut out without hands. Yes, I remember. It was frightening. Without warning, this stone suddenly came and fell upon the feet of the image. And break them into pieces. The entire image crumbled into dust like the chaff on the summer threshing floors and the wind carried the gold and silver the iron and clay away and they could be found no more. Exactly as I
2: dreamed it Daniel in every detail. You your God is great but that isn't quite all the dream is it Daniel? Seems like there was something
3: else. O king live forever. The stone that had smote the image suddenly began to grow larger and larger until it filled the whole earth. Oh, the
2: stone of magic. I remember thinking that in my dream. I also remember thinking what a shame it was that so much gold and silver had to be lost like chaff in the summer breeze. That is all I dreamed, isn't it, Daniel?
3: That is the dream, Your Majesty.
2: The other wise men were right about one thing. No man could possibly be wise enough to know what another man dreameth. Neither could idols of wood and stone. Only a living God could. Your God must be a wonderful
3: God, Daniel. He is the one and only God, Your Majesty.
2: It has a special
3: meaning, the dream. The dream, Your Majesty, tells the events of nations and people down to the end of time. I may die yet today.
2: So might you, Daniel. How can any person possibly know this and foretell it? Oh, man cannot, Your Majesty. Only the God of creation can. But the image I saw, made of gold, silver, iron, and clay, how can it possibly represent the future? And that magic stone, what event can it have reference to? The
3: Lord God of Heaven shall reveal the interpretation of the dream.
1: We'll continue the Bible story tomorrow, and if you would like to have these stories to listen to at home, you can call the Bible and Living Sound at 1-800-634-0234. That's 1-800-634-0234. Now here's some more music before we have to say goodbye.
4: Hey, little dove, so brown and gray, you make such a sad, sad sound. But you won't be a mourning dove that day when the Lord of the earth comes down. Hey, willow tree with the falling leaves that flow like tears to the ground. you won't be a weeping on that day when the Lord of the earth comes down. You'll be a laughing So bad, well the Lord of love, give it half a chance, makes your heart to smile, and your feet too dance, like the light.
1: with sam i'm sam here in my house with my mother who just happens to be the world's greatest cook she makes healthy meals for her family using only whole plant foods mom welcome to live with sam have you finished your homework yet uh yes is your room clean Mom, we're kind of on the air right now. You said I could interview you? Wait! Oh no, I look terrible! Mom, it's radio. People can't see you. Honey, I'm having a really bad hair day. Can we do this tomorrow? Don't worry, Mom. You look great, really. (sighs) If you say so. I've told everyone what a great cook you are. I want them to know your secret. Take, for instance, your bean soup. Like everything else you make, there's no meat in it because we're vegetarian, but it's delicious. How do you do that? Well, I throw dried beans into a slow cooker with some water and a pinch of salt and let it simmer overnight. You don't add any secret sauce or special herbs and spices? Nope. Water and salt. Are you sure no one can see me? Wait a minute. How about your awesome breads? How about that spaghetti dish you made yesterday? Or my favorite... Mexican food. Certainly you do something special with them. Oh, maybe a little spice or seasoning here or there. But I figure that God put wonderful flavors in his foods, and I shouldn't get in the way by adding a bunch of other stuff. The simpler, the better, I always say. Awesome. Thanks, Mom. This is Sam for Live with Sam.
0: God has given us everything we need to be healthy inside and out. During Creation Week, he established a health plan for every creature on earth. To learn more about healthy living and about the God who created us all, go to kidsbibleinfo.com. That's kidsbibleinfo.com. This program was brought to you by the Children's Ministries Department of the General Conference of Seventh-day Adventists. So drive
5: is Kathy. I'm so happy you've joined me today for another story just for you. Chapter 10. Surprise. The sheriff's department? What do they want? Willie asked. As he spoke, the front door opened. Dad, how come you're home so early? Dad winked at mom and set his briefcase down. Can't a man come to his own home in the middle of the day? He asked, smiling. Mom just looked at dad, her eyebrows raised. The doorbell rang. Dad opened the door and made a funny little bow as the rest of the shoebox kids bounded into the living room, followed by Mrs. Shue. Willie looked quickly at Chris and Sammy. They were whispering to each other. Then they grinned at Willie. Welcome home, everyone shouted. Then they all talked at once, each one trying to be heard above the others. Coco ran in circles, yapping. Then a voice boomed above them all. Can we join the party? For one instant, everyone was silent, staring at the two big men in sheriff's uniforms. A smaller man dressed in jeans was behind them. Then Willie let out a squeal. Mr. Mason! Dave! Wow! Then he turned to his shoebox friends and said proudly, These are the men who rescued Grandpa and me. And Mr. Mason, Chris and Sammy are the ones who found me, he said, pointing them out. I didn't recognize you at first, Mr. Mason, Willie added. Not without your red baseball cap. ''Hey, buddy,'' he replied, ''I can't wear my red cap with my dress uniform, and this visit is official business.'' As he spoke, he glanced around at all the shoebox kids now sitting quietly, looking up expectantly. ''Mr. Taylor thought that all of you might like to be here for this. Oh, and this man,'' he added, nodding toward the man in jeans who was holding a camera, ''is a reporter from the Mill Valley newspaper.'' ''But why?'' Willie's mom asked. ''I'm still confused.'' ''You'll see,'' his dad said quietly with a smile.'' Then Mr. Mason and Dave stood side by side, straight and tall, in front of Willie. They looked very important. The reporter adjusted his camera. Mr. Mason held up a crisp, official-looking piece of white paper. Willie Taylor, he said in his big, deep voice, because of your actions that resulted in you and your grandfather being found and rescued, the Mill County Sheriff's Department awards you this certificate of bravery. He handed the certificate to Willie as the camera flashed and the kids cheered. "'Willie beamed with pleasure. "'He felt a warm glow inside. "'He noticed his mom wiping a tear off her cheek. "'After the men left, the kids sat quietly talking for a while. "'Then Mrs. Shoe spoke up. "'Willie, was it scary down there in the canyon?' "'Yeah,' Willie shuddered, remembering. "'I knew angels were there, but it was scary, "'especially the first night. "'You know,' he continued, "'I fussed because I couldn't walk and go for help. "'I prayed and I wanted God to make a miracle.' He paused before speaking again. I think I understand things better now. I need to work on learning everything I can, and Jesus will tell me how to use what I learn. Chris laughed and said, When we were practicing the code, I never thought we'd use it to get you rescued. That's it, Willie replied. See, we can trust Jesus to take care of us and to show us how to use what we know to help others and ourselves, he added with a grin. "'If you've learned that, Willie,' Mrs. Shue said, "'you've learned something many adults don't know yet.'" Dad was hanging up the phone as Mrs. Shue finished speaking. "'Good news, Willie. "'I can bring Grandpa home in time for supper tonight.'" Again, the kids cheered. Dad picked up his briefcase and held up his hand for silence. "'Willie Taylor,' he said in a deep voice. The kids laughed at his imitation of Mr. Mason. "'Willie Taylor,' he repeated, sounding more like himself. Because of your bravery and quick thinking, your mother and I would like to present you with something to make the Morse code more fun for you to practice. He reached into his briefcase and took out a small package. He handed it to Willie. We know you were hoping for the Morse code computer program next Christmas, but we decided you could use it now. Oh, cool, Willie exclaimed. He tore open the wrapping and held up the box. I don't know what Jesus will use me for next, but I'll be ready. The story you have heard today is a chapter of The Shoebox Kids, Book 8, The Rock Slide Rescue, written by Sandy Zaug, edited and created by Jerry D. Thomas, and used with permission from the Pacific Press Publishing Association. If you're interested in any other books published by the Seventh-day Adventist Church, please visit AdventistBookCenter.com or call 1-800-765-6955.
0: the children
5: come Children's Bible Journey was brought to you by 3ABN Australia Radio and is a production of Lifetalk Radio at lifetalk.net